sounded like a good idea at the time. The weekly podcast where we discuss life as we know it right now. My name is Caroline. Mm -hmm. And I'm Hannah. I'm so glad that you joined us today. And you know, life as we know it right now is like so subjective. (laughs) As we know it, like at the time of this recording is going to be wildly different than we know it when it drops on Wednesday. And I'm, I don't know. Yeah. You're coming into this at at an 11, which is my favorite phrase. And I just feel like we should maybe acknowledge the elephant in the room. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to share about it? I, yeah. There's yeah, no here's resolution. What's a, here's what's a good idea at the time. Talking just to your... Air, air out your grievances and we'll all take it from there. Okay. Well, I'm going to probably have to update like as we go through the recording of this episode because I have some things unanswered, but yes. I have suspicions thanks to you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So it's called, it's called the Hardy Boys gender swapped. Yeah. Yes. The Hardy Girls. Yes. That would have been a better. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but no, I, like what, I like what you said. And that should be our episode title. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so a few days ago, I got an email from Square. You're familiar with Square, correct? Retail yes. portal. Okay. But, uh, congratulations. I was approved for a card. And I was like, well, we don't use credit cards and you can't trick me like PayPal and everyone tries to do. So I ignored the email. Then I got one that was like, you have successfully moved $499.99 into your Square account. And I was like, hmm, that, that is also sounds trick. like the car, the thing that's like, you, your, your you warranty is right. Like, like your car needs this. And we're all just like, no, it's like we're giving you $1,000 when you spend right. $14,000, you know, like right. whatever. So I ignored that too. Then tonight I get an email that was like, (laughs) you've had insufficient funds of $2 in your Square account. And I'm like, maybe, maybe I should log into my Square account and see what the hell is going on. (laughs) I should open this email (laughs) finally. So I look at my Square account and I have $482 in there. And I'm like, that's not mine, but... (laughs) It's about to be. So I go through all of these. First, I check to make sure it's not a card that I have or know of that has like moved money from my account into this other account and is trying to spend it. This feels like so weird to me. So. Then I try to talk to a chat bot who's like, I'm still learning. And I'm like, I hate you. Like, you're an idiot. So I click <laughs> off of that. that like, AI explain? is not the answer to our problems. No, well, and know. obviously I know it's a chat bot, but I'm like still explaining in grand detail what's going on. And it's like, cannot compute, cannot <laughs> compute. I'm still learning. Don't know one of these topics, you know, like all of these things. I'm like, ah. So I just start reporting my account as fraud. Like I change my PIN. I change my password. I change everything i report i report it all and cancel the cards yes. all of this and but there's still 482 dollars in my account that allegedly is not my money but right. as i told you it feels like a trap because they if i move that money it's linked to my bank i checked that so if i move that and give myself a payday of 500 dollars, the fbi will swarm this house and i will be arrested 100%. there's this is a no on there are video cameras there are hidden cameras watching you. Right? this is how they get you yes this is a minority report nothing prequel. is free yes, yes. This is it. I, we, we are living in the time gosh. someone somewhere is rolling out the minority report program and they decided to zero in on you <laughs> i'm sure it's to like, test this out i'm sure it's far right-wing evangelicals who've been really unhappy with the last few weeks of podcast content yeah you can trade us therefore you're going down right i feel like they saw me as a lost cause in an enemy anyway (laughs) but like they really had hope for you they're like her seat is warm in hell but this one we could still save (laughs) (laughs) but here's the better part i'm going to transfer it they're going to see if i tithe it then they're going to come because i'm going to yes so but you point out could that be david's and i was like (laughs) no no, why would he do that? Except you, you're like, who's that? David? <laughs> no, David who? Which one? But David does have a card whose number I don't know that he opened to do stocks, quote unquote, allegedly with. And he t- probably did do that. But <laughs> he's going to prison now because he frauded me and gave me money. <laughs> and this is how you accomplish your goal of being a legitimate single mother. <laughs> being a true single parent and i can probably get a book deal out of it so uh, easily honestly that's the smartest move i would say that my week is looking great and i have at this yeah. point after drawing 
all of these conclusions with your help, have texted him and said, hey, sweetie, any chance you opened a square card in, in my square Girl, account? Um. <laughs> and then said, also, I scored us a Vitamix for $70 on Facebook, smiley face. Okay, and then you really bookended it. With- <laughs> it's, it's like um in sales or whatever. It's like management. It's like a something I'm not it's good like, at. It's a like stage. a yes, no, yes or whatever yes, it is. It's like, you look great. You're the worst at this, but I like your personality. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? So that's what I did. And then I said, but let me know about that square thing. So pretty much ASAP. Like I will be calling your place of work <laughs> right, right now. Like, don't look up, but there is a SWAT team entering Harris Theater right now. So like yeah, they will be arresting you because if it is you, I reported you for a fraud. Right, and I don't have enough in this account to cover your bond and our card is canceled. So Oh, so I've already spent it. <laughs> I typed it to the church. But <laughs> yes. but here's the thing, guys, folks, talk to your spouses about money. I just yes. that this is David at this point. And I told you I hope that it's a criminal from Taiwan at this point because domestic burglary is not is not addressed enough. <laughs> so Taiwanese criminals, now is your time to really shine and be on Caroline's good side. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I guess we can redact all of this because he just said nope with like five exclamation points. Okay. Well, well, I don't know how great the Hardy Boys gender swap really will be in the end. If it weren't for you meddling kids. Wait, what did he send him emojis? Which emojis? Five exclamation points, which maybe seems like he's lying. Mm, That's a lie. (laughs) No, zero people send five exclamations unless they're lying. And yeah, yeah, you can take that to court, David. Yeah, well, I sent back someone did dot, dot, dot. Oh, that's he's the most now. passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like Jane Ellis up in her bed right now, ca- counting her <laughs> She's like, let me just mix things up a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, this was a good six minute journey that we've taken you guys on to have zero resolution. So if it was one of you listeners, screw you, I'm taking your money. Yes, definitely. Um, is there any way we can find out what the what is what am I like sixteen dollars was spent on? Because if you, you know, have four hundred ninety nine dollars and now there's four hundred eighty two, yeah, what, I know math, Hannah. Just saying, I don't think we need to turn on each other in this moment. <laughs> That's that is how these things happen in the plot twist. It was you, wasn't it? Actually, <laughs> yeah. plot twist. It's my money. Please send it back. <laughs> He, he replied. He replied. Get it canceled. Three exclamation points. So yeah, buddy, already did. And oh, should we, David? Should we? <laughs> <laughs> you are still going to prison. I somewhat yes. apologize, but not really. He knew the aliases he's used. They'll be nice to you. It's just. Oh, he, <laughs> I said they deposited four hundred ninety nine ninety nine in the account, and he said what four question marks? He's being a okay, little too emotive for this. Settle down, <laughs> settle down, Dave. Really bring it down. It's not four thousand dollars. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> you really need to. Based on that list that I read this morning about the differences between Gen X or whatever Gen Z and millennials, like they're not using emojis and stuff, or like not the ones that I use all the time. So. Right. If I'm not cool, David is way <laughs> just, act bored, David. Act he, bored. He just said, Don't touch it, loss of exclamation points. So I'm gonna okay. reply with an eggplant and a peach. Is that like acceptable? Do that for sure. And then be like, oops, spent it. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he's typing again. He's framing me. Hannah, oh, he's framing me. There's no doubt. It. This is it. Oh my god. Again, domestic. I'll publish this. And you can have your swan song from prison. Oh, he said, don't touch it or pull it out, which also seems like that's what she said, all in the making. And I still feel very trapped and uncomfortable. Also, we have very little info from David on this. (laughs) (laughs) He's at work and probably knowing him, he also now is at a 13 and is like seeing if anyone knows FBI agents. So, Oh my gosh, can you imagine? (laughs) He's going to call you in a panic. Yes, he's very worried. He's using so many exclamation points right now. Oh my gosh. Don't touch it or pull it out. So I replied, I won't. So we're equally... (sighs) I don't know. I'm taking all of you to Mexico when I can access this money you should ha- yeah that'll that'll get us all there <laughs> you should have responded when he said don't pull it out or whatever with like with that like horny emoji oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like <mess> with him. <laughs> 
That would be really good. Okay, gosh, I need to be better at like figuring out crime, but ugh, next time. And I don't know. I feel like it was a good shot for our first time. Yeah, that's good. Well, okay. And honestly, well, he's not innocent yet. That's so. true. That's true because no one is innocent until proven guilty. They're always guilty until otherwise proven. So exactly. I don't know. If you guys are into this pivot into soft true crime, we... <laughs> oh, this is your moment. Okay. okay, you framed this so you could finally get us a true crime situation. This is all and set up. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> that's right. And it is your card. So you are still going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my card. Oh, I, I have walked right into this. Bring it to me. At the playground today while you left and <laughs> that's that it's all coming that's together unbelievable all right yeah, well this has been a journey for right, sure well, that's this week we will see you next week right here right Probably now in not, the meantime one or rate, both of us will be in jail <laughs> rate review and subscribe and tell a friend yes um anyway <laughs> Ooh, that was a lot yeah uh can't wait for david to fess up and tell us the truth (laughs) oh yeah don't worry between now and wednesday a lot can happen obviously since this was 10 minutes in and we've already solved and not solved many crimes perhaps a story series on wednesday will be needed to explain what comes of this (laughs) because i'm invested obviously also i'll recap the rest of the episode since certainly no one will listen to the rest of it after this definitely uh definitely not okay so pivoting to our usual content what (laughs) has been going on with women lately what have we been uh, reading and watching okay well here's what i wanted to talk about women did not perform at the super bowl halftime show last night um okay. and i'd like to talk about it did you watch it i did not but oh, yeah okay. let's well, talk about really it really can't talk about it then so anyway moving <laughs> I on and- always about women being involved in things <laughs> well it's interesting i would like you to at some point watch it um the weekend performed and i will say i felt so much cooler than so many of you who i saw like i didn't even know who that was i'd never even heard of that person My dad said that. Oh, he said man he was like oh some i don't know you know they didn't even get someone famous like <laughs> oh who did he say who do you compare it to lisa Loeb. <laughs> It was something around that, but of course it was a man. Um, oh, yeah, yes, <laughs> certainly. Uh, who did he say? God, he and he can he compared it to someone like his generation, and I'm like, Dad, don't say that. Like, oh, he's boy. a very popular singer. I don't particularly like him as a singer, but like you, just don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he performed. Um, and I really didn't know what to expect because I didn't think of The weekend as like a big live performer, though I do like yeah. his music. Um, I can never remember which vowel he has dropped from his name, but it's the final E should you need to be in the know. Um, but he <laughs> I thought that his show was really good. I think it drew a lot of criticism. Um, <clears throat> but what was interesting, you know, there was a lot of buzz last year when Shakira and JLo performed um, at the Super yes. Bowl. And this was so starkly different from that and you know that i am now a proud member of the peloton cult in my off-brand bike and one of the instructors cody who's actually from north carolina so shout out to cody from north carolina um posted today um that he was like he didn't do anything like JLo and Shakira like had costume changes. They danced. They had choreography. They sang. Right, it was a weekend, show. Yeah, the weekend sang. He did not change outfits. He was in a bedazzled um, red blazer the whole time. He had a massive set and kind of like moved around there, but he didn't dance. He had um, a ton of dancers who were in face masks that people compared to like jock straps. I don't know if you've even seen pictures. I saw that. I've seen a lot of pictures and a lot of tweets and a lot of reactions and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so here's where I stand. Like I thought that it was a good performance. I thought it was fine, but it's interesting to me. Everybody loses in this scenario. So for women to do a good job, they have to have sick bodies, killer dance routines, outfit Uh changes, whatever. But men who are singers don't. So that's not fair. But also a man who's a singer who's performed, who's hired to perform and does that is then ridiculed for not doing more. And it feels like it's we've just created this weird performance like trap for people. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. It definitely feels like some of us are doing the most. Yeah. Others are able to just subsist off of their talent. 
and the money and like the the stuff they can put into like the set and all having not watched it myself yet yeah and it's not like a bad thing i mean but it did right, right. he couldn't win because i felt like the people who were really accusatory of how sexualized and skimpy um last year's performance was were the same people that were like i was so bored what was that there was nothing exciting and it's like well no they delivered what you wanted which was not scantily clad women at all well that's the thing they say that every and that's the, now that you pointed it out they say that every time there is not a small controversy or large controversy, right? Like then it's boring. Like when it was, um, man. I'm well. Okay, I will say I don't remember there being controversy when Bruno Mars did it, and he puts on a good show. No, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Katy Perry and, didn't really have controversy. She just had that shark dancer that people talked about a lot. <laughs> I don't even remember that, but it you don't remember out. when it was like the left shark. She, I loved her performance because it was just fun. But she, see, she's a performer. Like she's right. like Lady Gaga and like Beyonce. Like these people are performers. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like I was very surprised that The Weeknd did this because I don't see him as no. He's like a vocalist. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, but you know, more power to him. Um, but yeah, it's there's always like people just. It's interesting how seriously people take the halftime show. Yeah, totally. But um, anyway, it was just interesting. I would be curious for you to watch it and see what you thought about it. Um, yeah, I will I watch was, for sure. I thought it was good. But um, Amanda Gorman did yes. a pre-show um, poem. Did you know that she was performing at the Super Bowl? I did know. Yeah, I didn't catch. I forgot um, that it was happening. I forgot to, that most of it was happening until I started getting text from you <laughs> oh yeah sorry um uh, uh, sorry for not jogging your memory earlier so we had content for this podcast and exactly this is a one-sided on you. Beat. Uh, on you. yeah but my, miley performed i didn't watch it um but amanda was fantastic because she's just always going to be but um she talked about it as wanting to make sure that she honored the moment that art was brought back into sports or brought to sports not even oh. brought back but i thought she felt the weight of it in a really cool way that's very cool. She's going places for sure. She really is. So if she's listening and wants to be on the pod, that would be great too. <laughs> yeah, t- definitely. Um, other, sp- other sports news that you may or may not have known uh, is Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, announced that he was yes. engaged to Shailene Woodley, which was a surprise coupling. That is so surprising to me. Um, I don't know who I thought he was with, but it he wasn't Shailene Woodley. No, he had been with um, Danica Patrick for a long time, like at least two years. And then they broke up fairly recently. Um, and then surprise, now he's engaged to Shailene Woodley. So Interesting. Well, she's interesting. Yeah, she's, she is. She's definitely like, d- like breaks the mold. She does. She, I got real into her when she was, um, I don't know what she was promoting because you only see these celebrities and on covers when they're promoting something. So it must have been divergent or something. Um, uh-huh. talking about all of her holistic wellness treatments, um, like eating clay and things like that. And then I haven't seen her beyond lots of talk what? about clay eating and sunning her vagina. So I don't know. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Um, I think I is that around the time that she was talking about not wearing makeup on red carpets? Yes. Yep. 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 That was all yeah, part of same that time. time. Um, when that must have been divergent because I can't remember what else, or maybe it was. Um, what's the one? I don't. It was pre Big Little Lies. Oh, The Fault in Our Stars. Yes, yeah, it could have been around that time too. Um. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've never actually watched that movie. Me I'm, just, I'm just like, why would I? Yeah, like, it's people like, were bawling coming out of the theater. Yeah, it's like watching a walk to remember <laughs> where it's like, that was fine once, but like, I don't. Right. I don't like um, seek out movies that are going to make me sob. Exactly. Um, another thing, which I have not delved into this, our friend Amy has, uh, is the Britney Spears documentary, which I, <gasps> oh, am, I started watching it today. Okay, let's talk about that. Because when you were, we were talking about halftime shows, I was going to say, bring in Justin Timberlake for his... Ugh consistently mediocre performance and then the Janet Jackson scandal, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So so, tell me, so talk about the documentary a little. Oh, go ahead. I've seen a lot of um, today people throwing it back to the halftime performance where it was Britney, Justin and Aerosmith. And like, this is a performance. I don't remember that. Oh, I see. I remember that one really clearly because it was like, all, it was like I sub- bet it would have been amazing. Yeah, it was Britney Spears who was headliner, and then like as her medley went on, like Justin came out, and then 
Aerosmith came out. Like it was just, it was great. It was like there was just next on next on next. But yeah. Um, okay. So I didn't finish the documentary, but I started it today. Um, the New York Times produced it. Uh, it's oh, called Framing Britney. And that's excellent. Yes. I immediately like gave it credence because it was the New York Times. Yes. Um, they made really good productions. Yeah. So they're diving into kind of the free Britney movement, what the conservatorship means for her. And they're interviewing people um, like her former assistant who'd been with her forever um, to talk about her life and what's led up to where she is today. And it's pretty startling to see her in interviews. If you follow her on Instagram or have like taken a peek at Instagram, it's interesting to see some early interviews with her directly into comparison compared to her manner of speaking now and how mm-hmm. out of it she seems. But it also talks about basically what a commodity she's been and exposing SMG who joined us last week, Angela and Alana, um, they have talked about it a lot, like this dark Hollywood and child stars, um, basically just how they're they're sold and packaged uh, in every sense of the word from a young age. And you can see that um, and how they used her <laughs> to bring money. And her dad, Jamie, who until recently was her conservator, would say in the early days, like, my daughter's going to buy me a boat one day. And like, that was his goal. Um, so it's Hmm. been, it's just really sad. I'll continue to report as I watch it, but it's a very, it's not uplifting. I'll say that. Well, I was looking at, um, I I didn't want to click on this because I wanted to watch a documentary first, but it got me. It was a headline that was like times that the media failed Britney Spears. And it was just going back and it it takes screen grabs from that documentary. And it was going back to like, um, a time that she was like 10 and someone was like, you have such a pretty smile. Do you, you don't have a boyfriend. Would you date me or something? And then mm-hmm. someone's like, we have to talk about your breasts, a man. Yes, and yes. Um, then the D- Diane Sawyer interview, which I think we're kind of all looking at in a different light right now. Yep. Um, that's just like very harsh on her. And I haven't been like, I, I kind of just thought like this whole free Britney thing was like, some big joke up until like the last several months. But, um, I've always, I've wondered for the long, like lately, I'm like, why is it that she is so like, I don't understand. She just seems, she looks exactly like she did in Mm -hmm. like the late, like in the early two thousands. And she always sounds so out of it. And I kept wondering, and then we talked about it last week on exposing SMG with exposing us with Angela and Alana. And they were talking about like the drugs that they, that these people are keeping, um, keeping celebrities on it's it's, uh, sometimes. And after that conversation, I saw unrelated, I saw a post about like the drugs that Michael Jackson was on. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, during, I'm thinking towards the end of his life Mm -hmm. and it was in like, the list is crazy. Like one, I know Zoloft and Xanax were both on there and these were like daily regular. Right. And I take Zoloft regularly, but then like Xanax, I have a prescription for, but I was giving, given a very stern warning. Like this is very addictive. Please don't just like rely on this. And, um, and I don't ever take it. And, but then it's all these other things too. And then there was like some very strong painkillers. Um, what was it? The ones that like knock you out. And I'm just like, is this the cocktail? Like, you know, are these kind of cocktails just given at like, who are these doctors who are letting people be dosed with this amount of drugs on a daily basis? Well, and also like, so watching the documentary, one of the things that struck me the most, I mean, we know that paparazzi is a big deal, but I also wonder if it is regularly for celebrities, the way it was at the height of Britney's fame. Um, because watching the footage of her just trying to leave a gas station is just unreal. And the way that it's framed her truly, I mean, that's the name of the documentary, but you know, the infamous like driving with her baby in her lap, she she tries to explain it as I was just trying to leave a Starbucks and I couldn't even get my baby in the car because they were pushing against the sides of my car and my baby was screaming and I couldn't even get him in his car seat. So I just had to get out of there. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like that would be a mother's instinct to be yeah. like, I've got to get out of this scenario and it's safer for him to be with me than to try to get him around this rabid crowd of people. Um, and to, I, you brought up the Diane Sawyer interview and it's 
we talked about this a little bit during our sex series of how focused the media was on like Jessica Simpson's virginity and the Jonas Brothers right. and these adult people caring about the sex life of children. And those are the comments that she was like, so it's obvious that you did something really awful to Justin Timberlake. Do you want to tell us what it is? And it's like, up. like, yes, he accused her of cheating, but also like Diane Sawyer, like, what do you, what? You know, yeah, like, this is like a teenager breaking up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And like in the same interview, she was like, so did you lose your virginity to Justin Timberlake? And it's like, why are we asking children essentially? I mean, in that she was probably 21, but like what creepy language for somebody to right. ask a 21 year old girl if she's just like this is not like boobs. Yeah. Um, TR no what is the the like MTV news used to be on oh yeah 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 uh, like this isn't like peers talking to her like that'd be right different but like you know it's a different thing but like Diane Sawyer right like really like you are reporting on all these like heavy serious topics and the fact that you would even bring her on and have that discussion mm-hmm. tells your viewers that you are elevating those things to that level of seriousness and that level of a need for public awareness like yeah it's well, just not it's just not ethical the th- one of the things too that shocked me, I'm looking at some of the things I wrote down about it. So during the interview, Diane reads, like tells Brittany, she's sitting across from her, that she's disappointed a lot of mothers in this country. And then oh. showed her a quote from the first, the then first lady of Maryland who said, if I had an opportunity to shoot Britney Spears, I would. And then Diane's oh. like, what do you think about that? And Britney's like, that's, ho- that's horrible. And Diane's like, no, but what do you think about it? Like, because of the example that you've set for kids, how hard it is to be a parent and your role in that. And I'm like, what? What? That's, that's so damaging. That's it's so damaging. Because she's sitting there basically being like, you're right. Like, parents should want to shoot you. Right. And again, like, what, what kind of position is that to put a young person or anyone? It's like, someone said they want to kill you. What do you think? Like, right. and then, like, me? like better... how dare you dignify that? Yeah. With... And so she like, is kind of stumbling through, like, she keeps me like, I'm like, she, she's visibly upset. Like, this is, that's a disgusting thing to say. Like, I'm very shocked. And then she's like, I'm not here to babysit her kids, which of course that becomes the sound bite is like Britney Spears says that she's not here to babysit your kids. But when you see it in that context, especially now you're like, what kind of celebrated journalist is asking these questions? It's just right. It's and putting their name on the soundbite. Like Britney Spears says she's not here to babysit your kids, which she isn't like, that's, that's reality. Like if that's, that's on parents to decide. Right. And, and then Diane Sawyer is like, well, she's just a concerned mom, you know? And it's like, no, what? <laughs> no, that's, that's inciting violence. Like right. again, how many times do we have to have this conversation? I mean, well, this is a long time ago. So yeah, well, Diane Sawyer is being like ripped to shreds on Twitter and understandably so, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, really, truly. Like this is absolutely something she needs to answer for. Yeah. Because I mean, um, I saw another thing today that was like, and again, it's not a perspective I've thought of until recently, but it was like, please stop sharing these, like the pictures of Britney with her head shaved and like bashing a car. And like, that's someone at their low point mental yeah. health wise. It's not like a joke, but like, it just shows where we were that we would immediately make that a joke rather than like back then, you know, yes. I think today it would be a little different because of how I think today people are a little quicker to say, um, you know, this could be a mental health issue. Like, I mean, if you think about like Kanye and stuff, like, whereas I think people tend to over blame mental health for some of his behaviors. Right. Um, I, I like to think that we've like evolved as a society since the early two thousands. So I don't know, but I mean, well, but we still support Justin Timberlake, which I've never been a big fan of. But yeah, uh, you, we here on this podcast do not support Justin Timberlake. We've never been Justin Timberlake fans. Um, you shared about the way that he basically threw Janet Jackson under the bus after their Super Bowl performance. And then Yeah. I looked into it more as well. Um he said in like the presser afterwards, like, Well, we we gotta have you talk gotta give you something to talk about or something like that. Ugh. Whereas she was like blacklisted. Right. <laughs> he came back to the Super Bowl, like his career still took off after that. And then I was just wondering the other day, I'm like, didn't 
we get photo evidence that he was like publicly cheating on Jessica. Yes, he had publicly been cheating on Jessica Biel when they were dating right. and then also had a very like questionable interaction with his co-star filming a movie very recently. Um, well, and he was like link like uh like twisted up with someone yeah. recently like sitting on someone's lap or something. Right. And I'm just like that totally just disappeared like completely disappeared well and the movie that he was filming when those pictures came out is getting like rave reviews and i think is nominated for golden globes palmer yes um but they when those came out they're like oh well he's gonna slam he's going to somehow manipulate this where his co-star will get none of the like the appropriate praise here it'll be about him and even in this like when he and Britney Spears broke up, he released um, Cry Me a River, which was one of his first solo hits. But they made the video where it was a Britney lookalike cheating on him, which Ugh. just fanned these flames. And so people are like, so he used Britney, whether she cheated or not, he used that to launch his own career and villainize her. It, it's just it's fascinating to me in a really sad way. Yeah. Um so his co-stars are Alicia Wainwright, who I'm not familiar with, and Juno Temple, uh-huh. who I am familiar with. And I don't haven't seen anything about them. Mm-hmm. Like, I never see, like, Juno Temple's new movie or Alicia Wainwright. Yeah, Alicia Wainwright, them, I think, him. is the one that he was um, videoed with uh, when they were out. Um. Anyway, it's just disgusting. He really actually disgusts me, truly. And I also don't think he's like that talented. I think he appropriates black culture for his own benefit. Yes. Like that's his personality is appropriating black culture. Yeah. Well, you would then also, as any attempt that I can to slide Peloton in, would really like um, (laughs) Cody, who I mentioned earlier, because his big campaign, he plays a lot of pop on his rides. Well, his pop rides as it is. Um, But he's always like, let's just take a second and appreciate Jay-Z Chazé because these harmonies though like and so he's on this like jc um apology tour and i am personally waiting for someone to join me on a chris kirkpatrick apology tour and giving him the praise that he deserves so yes um i i saw a thing that was like really not like any of these other guys like why only justin timberlake is the one that we see who got all of the um stardom because truly like there were so many boy band individuals to choose from right because that was the era i mean you could throw like a piece of paper and hit four boy bands and he was really but you know it is interesting and we should have asked smg this like the business behind who will become a star is so interesting because i'm like i think you have to sell your soul on some level to be able to make it because it's not just talent yeah yeah totally i think so too and um they were all like in that mickey mouse club together right Yep. As well as with Ryan Gosling. It's like, okay, how how did you come out of this? I know, and stage? Carrie Russell. <laughs> Carrie Russell. Oh, wait. She was on Kids Incorporated. No. Okay. She might have been in the Mickey Mouse Club. I didn't know that she was in Mickey Mouse Club. I'm not I'm questioning gonna... you because I would trust you more than me about that. Well, I'm going <laughs> to double check. She was on either Kids Incorporated or Mickey Mouse Club, and I'm pretty sure it was Mickey Mouse Club. But she, which is always a surprise because she also seemed to come out of it like fairly. Yeah. Yep. yep. She was on Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. Well, I missed that. But, and I'm wondering too, so... Uh, Jessica Beale recently had their second child, I believe. Yes, it was the same. And day. yeah, and I obviously this thing, and it, you were right, it was Alicia Wainwright. They were holding hands and like her hands like all over his knee, and like he wasn't wearing his wedding ring and blah blah. Which whatever, I never wore yeah, my wedding ring. If but you, if you, um, people were like, oh, they didn't really cheat. But if you were married and saw that video, you would be very upset. Like exactly, I, exactly. 100%. And I just yeah. wonder, like, what are their teams? I just want to know, I want to know why, like, I'm dying to get, like, an inside look at the business. Like, you remember that book we read, um, was it earlier? I think it was earlier this year. It was, like, a quick, a quick read about the girl whose mother, um, was, like, a famous actress or something. And, like, she had, like, hidden her identity. And then the girl goes to, like, this vacation and meets a boy who she falls in love with, but the boy, like, sells her out. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I cannot remember the name of it, but yes, I do very much. I can't either, but it was, like, a fun, quick read. Um, That movie, that book was, like, so, like, behind the scenes, and I loved that. I want more of that. That's all that to say. Like, you know, talking about, like, everyone, like, hooking up on set and, like, how things really go. uh, Or, you know, like, just kind of, like, the behind-the-scenes look at, like, I just want more of that. 
because yes. I'm I'm just like who who is who is okay with this like who is okay with selling their souls for this kind of thing like I just need to know I'm, in, in many cases like it's not even judgment I'm just curious yeah totally <laughs> I just want to know the situation of that. is judgment yeah well I believe he sold his soul so come at me if you disagree but yeah, yeah exactly um anyway so yeah I I definitely want to actually sit down and watch the documentary and um. It, it feels like maybe like a Monica Lewinsky moment in that like there's like a reckoning coming for Britney like there was for Monica Lewinsky last okay, so year. It's funny that you say that because they bring it up in the documentary and I didn't realize this because I was probably too young to piece it all together. But the Baby One More Time video that sexualized Britney Spears in a schoolgirl outfit came out right at the same time as the Monica Lewinsky scandal. And they were saying like it was the ultimate like firestorm for moms and parents who were outraged by this intern in the White House who would dare to be in a relationship with the president. And then you have this pop star who's so overtly sexual. Um, Interesting. Which I never considered those things to have come out at the same time. Because right. in my... In my scope as a teen, they were so separated. Yes. Yes. In my mind, I thought like that must have happened way before Britney Spears. Yeah, totally. Video. Totally. But it is it is interesting, the onus again. Um, and I, I mentioned this when I was talking many times about Bridgerton, but oh, like yeah. the, the responsibility that's placed at women's feet for all of society and yet the control and the power are not given to women. Right. Like. And that is the whole point of the show is like women will like be the ones blamed and have their reputations ruined if they're like caught kissing a man. Yes. But then they're told like, well, it wasn't your fault that you were doing it. He it's, you know, it's, he couldn't help himself, but also you're the one at fault or, or no, you're the one at fault, but also you're not in in the past. You, you cannot make your own decisions. That was such a difficult no, you I could not get that out. I could not get that out. Have you read lately? I'm just switching gears just a little bit. Just yes. You've read. Um, well, you know, honestly, though, I I couldn't get into the last couple things I've tried to pick up. Um, I, I've just been like in a mental place where I wanted something quicker and mm-hmm. <laughs> easier. So I read like two or two more Bridgerton books or something. But um, <laughs> okay. Sure. And now I'm like, there's only eight and I've read like five. So. <laughs> it's not looking great for me, but I've tried to get into, um, I did finish, I told you I finished that, the one, uh, the only good Indians. Uh huh. Yep. And it was horror, not, uh, like a thriller. Okay. So that was very interesting. And I, I, I liked that as an audiobook. but I've tried to get, I tried to get into another audiobook. wasn't into it mainly because of the narrator, I think. And, I don't know. I just haven't felt like it. (laughs) How about Um, you? Well, yes, I have. And um, Amy would be really upset with me if I didn't share um, properly (laughs) my mea culpa about what I had to say about Beneath the Scarlet Sky a couple weeks ago. I didn't get to um, share last week because of our guests. But within 48 hours of recording saying that I could not get into Beneath the Scarlet Sky, I was weeping on my couch, finishing it, staying up way too late because I couldn't possibly put it down. So uh-huh. I am becoming a Beneath the Scarlet Sky evangelist. And if you have not read it, I urge you to read it um, because it is just fantastic. It is a beautiful story. You cannot possibly believe that one man lived the life that he did in the span of two years. Um well, if I'm going to cry, though. No, I th- I think the crying, it isn't like watching The Fault in Our Stars. It's just, it's so moving and it's so powerful. I would have hated it if it were fiction. Hated it if it were fiction. But because it's a true story. Okay, Because interesting. all of it is so over the top that if it were fiction, you would be like, this author is on crack. Like, there's no possible way that all of this could have happened. And I think that that's what makes it also so impactful is like... There's just no way. Um, That's fascinating. Yeah, I urge you to read it. I urge everyone to read it. I, I have it on my Kindle. I bought it as soon as Amy said that because it was happened to be on sale. Yeah. Um, I it, just haven't. Please. I just haven't. I don't know. I've been in like a light, more of a light mood lately. I've been in a pandemic slump. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. add anything heavy. Well, I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to get over that one to read more because, you know, that always happens after like really good ones. But I yes. have read two since then. Um, one was called The Caretakers. Um, and it is 
is a thriller mystery um, that's two Ooh. completely different storylines converging in a really weird way. Um, I and love storylines converging. Yes, you would like it a lot because one is like from an old, a pair of old sisters whose oh. lives are bizarrely intertwined with a pair of young sisters, but you really can't figure it all out. Like the yes, pieces I'm are moving at the end. So this that's perfect. The characters, you would like it. Um, the hook of it is, and it's just right off the bat, um, it's basically borrowing a little bit of like making a murderer. So this documentary producer um, has successfully created this documentary to um, free a man who is wrongfully convicted of murder. And then when he gets out of prison, he immediately murders again. So that's like the kickoff point. Um, okay. it's very good. And then I followed that up with a book by an author who is new to me called her name is Minka Kent, and the book is called The Stillwater Girls, and it is cult adjacent where these two girls are left alone on their homestead in the woods. And it also converges with a storyline of another woman who's desperate to have children uh, in present day. And the way that they wrap together is just so good. I flew through it. So the Caretakers and the Stillwater Girls, I both recommend. And who was the author of The Caretakers? Uh, I'm trying to look at the um, Eliza Maxwell. Okay, good to know. So Eliza Maxwell and Minka Kent. I think I've heard of Minka Kent or read... She's written a bunch and they all look really good. Okay. She um, actually just optioned one to, I think, Netflix. Um, oh, good for her. I can't remember if it's called The Watcher Girl or The Memory Watcher. She's written both, but they're both thrillers and they've been optioned as um, shows. Oh, very one, cool. One of those two. Um, well, that's good to know. I got to load up my load up my Kindle with some stuff I can't put down that's also not super depressing. Yeah, you would like both of those because they're fast reads, but they're thrillers, but not horror. Okay, yes. That's it. That's exactly the sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> So read those three. Beneath the Scarlet Sky is, I, I think it's a must read. And I hope that people uh, like put it. Well, I was going to say, I hope it becomes like required school reading for kids, but that would immediately make them not want to read it. So I just want everyone to read it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just like uh, someone having a conversation with you about. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The minute you tell me I have to, I promise I will not. <laughs> um, well, should we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We'll be back shortly. Um, okay. So one cool thing that happened this week to both of us last week is, uh, <laughs> as far as I know, we, we, cause as you know, I'm not very active on Instagram and especially not our Instagram is we got our first message of <laughs> if like, if I would listen to you guys, if you did X, Y, Z differently yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. and I have never felt like I have arrived more. <laughs> Did you feel like you basically got verified? <laughs> I that is to me that's better than a blue check mark. Like someone threatening me with not listening to something I have to say because I'm not doing it their way is peak arrival. Yeah, like, but let me also say the reason you say that is because you were not the one who received or talked with well, that person. Obviously, you loved I that you were third Look at it. <laughs> I absolutely loved being a voyeur in that scenario. However, you engaged with this person for a while, who I assume is not listening now based on oh, the fact yeah. that we are not following their um, yeah, but questions. Yeah, I started, I started following that person. I got so deep what? in that conversation. You really were engaged. I think it was like you, you showed me the first screenshot of the person saying, uh, I, w- I want to listen to you guys, but blah, blah, blah. And I think hours later you're like i'm i'm so deep i'm like well i would have left that long ago i don't know that i would have even responded but i think that it's because this person was not disrespectful i mean i guess they weren't they weren't really weird they were just like well they were just like oh well you don't get me like as if (laughs) as if we've been working very very hard to get to get her and the criticism was so far outside of like what we actually do that i was like you know basically they're like if you were a different podcast altogether then maybe i would listen to you you i would do the same i respect your honesty and (laughs) that would be like hannah i would be your friend if you had a complete completely different personality if like you were not born in this country that's that's <laughs> right. sort of like and i and i just love everything about that i love the threat i love the audacity like 
I just, I respect that. I love that we're here. And yeah, well, we chatted for hours and I was I so into that. it. Well, because well, here's the thing. <laughs> I just ultimately, my major goal is to take someone who thinks that they don't like me and make them like a worshiper of me. And I, <laughs> and I, I I mean she she followed us back. She allowed yeah, to, us to be her. fair. She didn't seem like she didn't like us. She seemed like she was trying. Yes, she did say basically I would like you if you changed everything about yourself, which I do appreciate that she gave us that opportunity, but um I <laughs> I feel like when she was this per this person at this point I've, I've said that she's a girl. So she was not rude and she was no, not personal. Nope. And she came with some well thought out um, topic points of what we could have covered that we didn't, which I appreciated. But I am such a yes man that I was like, you're right. Like, I I would listen to us more if we were like, actually, I think we should change the entire format of our podcast. Actually, we're doing everything differently. That's and you're my brought up this time. Right. <laughs> right. Don't tell Hannah I'm no longer recording with her. And don't we'll be tell her soon. that I like you way better. I've probably even locked out of our Instagrams and I don't even know. Right. It's called It Was a Good Idea Now. And it's a little bit different, but basically and the same as the you. It's definitely not as funny because... <laughs> As Angela and Alana said, I'm minorly funny. So <laughs> they anyway, did say minor, which I did appreciate. But I, I basically, greatly appreciate that, I got honestly. in, I got in deep, and I uh, responded to every single point that she said. And then every time she would bring up additional points, I'd be like, I agree. Like you're you so right. Me. I I love that. I love that about you. I love that for you. <laughs> um, all of that to say, we do take very seriously the suggestions that you guys give us, and um, we thought about doing a post uh, an episode on um rage which i think we'll cover next week but speaking of all of the talking back and forth and this kind of thing um we are going to talk today about gossip yes my favorite I'm so subject. glad because i feel like it's been villainized for reasons that it shouldn't be yes okay go ahead Hit no, us. no, I'm going to, you're, you're leading us into this topic. I was prepared to talk about rage. So you go, you tell me where you want this to go. <laughs> Here's where I want it to go. The patriarchy. <laughs> okay, perfect. I am there. Let's gossip about some short willied men. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly where I wanted this to land. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, we had a whole family discussion around Thanksgiving. My whole family and I, and my goal was to convince everyone, and I'm not sure how successful I was, that gossip is not inherently a bad thing. Because okay, well, I, based on what they've been saying about you to me, I would say that you convinced them very deeply. Well, I did tell them that they were not allowed to gossip about me. That was the only rule. So <laughs> okay, so that's breaking the, that's that rule, rule, I need there. to know. <laughs> the ground rule is everyone has to be my friend. Yeah. Um, but no, I I truly don't believe that gossip is inherently a bad thing. I believe that it's something that has been hammered into us for our whole lives as a bad thing for, for no good reason. I think if you dig down deep into it, like this came up because we were speaking to a friend this week about um, who was, shall we say, warning us about a scenario, like how okay. someone could act in a scenario. And I don't um, know what you're talking about, but I, well, you were in this conversation. I, so I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Oh, okay. yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Go for it. Talk to us. Okay, Tell me their name and what the scenario was, and then I'll remember. Like, <laughs> and they're social. Um, and I, and then that other friend said to us, like, oh, I, I don't want to like be this way. And I'm like, of course, all I need is a bear, like a, <laughs> a an thread. iota of an intro, exactly. And I'm, I will go off. So I said to our friend, "This is you're not. There's nothing wrong with you warning someone. Like, there's nothing wrong with you saying." Because she was in effect saying, I'm no better because I'm sitting here talking about this. And I'm saying, yes, you are. Like, you are not... There's nothing wrong with me coming to you and saying, hey, just so you know, uh, our other friend has been drinking quite a bit. So, like, don't let your kids drive in the car with her. Like, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be... Like, that's pretty much... Intent. Like, that's like pretty, you know, but at the same time, I feel like we are pushed into this bubble of like, let's be polite. Let's not talk about others. And then like gossip is seen as something that we need to rise above. Yeah. But really, like, looking back at like the history of humanity, you know, gossip would have been the only news. Gossip would have been yeah. the only way to get information back and forth. And therefore, the only way to keep your family safe would be by talking 
amongst other women and figuring out like what what do I need to know to keep my kids alive, my children alive? Okay, cool. I see that. And I, yes, and I'm yes, anding you. Yes, and oh, I, I, <laughs> I think for me, much beyond safety, because I don't really care about safety, is Actually. that gossip is... Sending- you also don't care if I drink and drive your kids around. So. <laughs> I mean, here we are. That's This does not apply to me. But <laughs> gossip is a unifier that people don't value it for. In multiple Solid. ways. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I feel like the way <laughs> it's actually maybe this, it makes me sound like an asshole, but that's fine. We've been there. The episodes where you say, oh, I don't like how I sounded like an asshole are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be me because I was going to say the closest friendships that I have at work and have ever had at work were built on gossip about other coworkers and our supervisors because it's well, like... You sound totally fine. I don't know okay, what you're about. But like, to me, to build a friendship over a common ground often involves sharing grievances about other people. Yeah. yeah which true. is a normalizer. And I think yeah. it helps to see like, am I crazy? Am I misreading this? But you don't often like approach somebody that you don't have a close relationship with and be like, tell me if I'm crazy because it's like, well, that's not like a safe space to do that, but to have a shared experience and have it built around talking about somebody else is actually like very uniting. I will tell you this. I, (laughs) God, this, I don't know if I want this recorded. Uh, Maybe I'll edit it out. It's late. We're recording. Whatever you say is legally binding. You have to. (laughs) Okay. Well, when we were, (laughs) we were just starting to be friends. First of all, you talked about the Democrats a lot and I was not one and I was very (laughs) uncomfortable pretending like I was. So everyone thinks that about me. So (laughs) yeah, you were kept talking about going to young Democrats meetings and I was like, well, my uh, dental hygienist today. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be wildly disappointed when she finds out that I, in fact, voted Trump into office. (laughs) And yet look at where we are today, Caroline. one in the end. <laughs> but here's why. Because I had something that I wanted to share about my thoughts about somebody else that we also knew. But I was like, we have only had like bare minimum conversation that as we were getting to know each other was so like safe, I'll say, because I was yeah. like, I guess nobody who lives around me is comfortable like talking badly about somebody else. And it wasn't even like a bad thing. I was just trying to get an opinion on like, oh, I'm not comfortable when... X, Y, or Z, but because even saying that feels like gossip and it's Uh taboo, it was like, I guess that I can't really be myself around these people yet because I would very naturally say, what do you think about this? Right. It wasn't until I realized that you were also comfortable talking about other people (laughs) that it felt like... It wasn't until I realized you were a trash human being that (laughs) didn't only care about the Democratic Party. Still you, I fooled you. (laughs) I do care. You were the same garbage as me, then I felt like (laughs) we could have a relationship. But there is something like safe because I... You you naturally talk to your husband or your closest friends about situations with other people. But for some reason, as we're starting to become friends with people, it's like, I'm not somebody that talks about other people. And it's like, well, then are you really yourself? Because that's not true. We all do. That's a very good question. And maybe some of that too is like, are you really feeling safe enough to like be yourself? Because like there is a vulnerability. You have to trust people. Right. And in talking to me, in saying something to me about like, oh, are you comfortable with that? Like, what if I was? Or like, what if I was closer friends with that person you know totally. like what if and I was, it's like I didn't like, and then it was nobody like, wants to be the first well, then it's insulting yes and nobody wants to be the first one because I'm like I guess Hannah's just a better person than I am because I've never heard her like criticize that somebody is, else that is accurate but well no, I, later <laughs> I learned she's so much worse than me and now I feel comfortable in this <laughs> And now I like with friendship because I have a pretty good superiority complex about it. <laughs> but well, that, that is, sure that that is, is, that is your current view of our friendship. Yeah, I well, ask my husband. I thrive in relationships like that. Like when I yeah, just it, thought he was a criminal. It me that like <laughs> yeah. you have David as your husband and someone who's very much like David as your best friend. Right. So. Well, when I just thought that he was going to prison, I have never felt better about our marriage. Right. So there's and, that. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know you are framing me. <laughs> <laughs> David and I together. David, please call me. Yeah. We need to talk about this. And well, he gets one call, so we'll see who he calls. But um, <laughs> got it through. <laughs> but there is like... The vulnerability and the ability, because I think, you know, like when you're first starting out with a friendship, Uh there are a lot of disclaimers of like, before I say this, just know I love this person. I think the world of them. I'm not saying this to be mean. 
and there's so many disclaimers that you're like, okay, like I get it, but you are bogging down what you're trying to say. But then when you reach a point of a relationship where you're just like, I feel this way. And it's like, great, let's just get to the point of what you're saying. Right. Um, Yeah. And I think, I think that gossip has been demonized because it brings power to women overall. Like I think that women talk and I more so than I think women feel the need to communicate and talk as a whole heteronormatively speaking, which Mm -hmm. this doesn't fit. There's a lot of outliers as a whole. I think women talk and feel the need to communicate more than men, except for my dad and, (laughs) and uh, except for my mom, because she's more like Passan. But I think that that power and that knowledge would have been threatening when women were like being subjected by men. Like, you know, I think that there probably was a little bit, a little bit more equality, like in the evolution of people, originally like you know when it would have been more of like just a simple matter of splitting up tasks based on who it makes the most sense for like back when women breastfed for several years because kids needed the nutrition you know now Mm -hmm. it's you know what i mean like it would have made more sense like you stay with the kids and do this while i will go out here and risk my life to hunt and you gather and that kind of thing like these more like equitable um separation of circumstances then lead to more communication and then the people who are doing that communication have the more power. They have more knowledge. And I think if you want to shut that down, if you want to take the power, you demonize the knowledge. Like you demonize talking to each other and call it a bad thing. Or you tell people they have to hide it and wrap it up in prayer request. (laughs) That's funny. Or an unspoken. But... uh, (laughs) Uh, Only boss bitches (laughs) will say the real thing. And I will say that. (laughs) Well, again, yes and. Uh, I... (laughs) I learned, I learned in school, uh, but it is proven that women communicate by telling stories. And you can see that I think a lot in partnerships where typically one like wants to anecdote about their day and the other one's like, I really just want like a list of, of facts, you know? And like, I know we have talked about this in our marriages. We tend to, you and I share like very detailed stories about everything that we did during our day, but we don't always text our husbands the same thing. It's like, how was your day? Good. And it's like, because I've already unpacked the story part. Yes. Yes. Tina, exactly. who I think will value the story part more. <laughs> right. But then I can just like bare minimum it with my husband because that's what he would value more. You know? Right. I mean, just but today I was like trying to let Passan know what was going on. And it's like my phone, my texts are like blue, 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 there is shame that gets assigned to being a gossiper and fear of the, like, if they're talking, if I'm talking about somebody, then certainly someone is talking about me. And so it's like a controlled thing of like, well, if I don't talk about anybody, then they will have no reason to talk about me because True. I am mortified thinking about anyone sharing anything about me. Like, don't you dare utter my name, but I'm going to talk so much about you. <laughs> but you think about like what was happening with Harvey Weinstein, which was like a fairly open secret, but I think women were afraid to talk about it because in a lot of cases they benefited from saying yes. So that's shame being assigned to something that then they also feel fear about talking about because mm-hmm. it's like, well, if I share that I think this person is doing this, it's ultimately going to come out that I did this too. So there's like a weird shame and oppression that's that gets a very good brought point. into scenarios as well. <clears throat> like you see that. Yeah, because like, then it's like, army. well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say like, you see like with an army hammer who I cannot stop talking about. Um, yeah. Once somebody goes public, other people feel the freedom to go public. Yeah, it's like finally opens. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. well, this is permissible now. Right. And it's also like, oh, wait, other people do know. I mean, like you said, like, you don't know who you can be vulnerable with. Like, you don't know if you'll be believed, you know, yeah. like, if or, just or someone not randomly twisted, not twisted to be like the mean girl. Yes. Yes. And if someone randomly came up to you and was like, Army Hammer wants to like literally eat me. Eat me right? <laughs> like, first of all, because that probably would be the leading line because that's so weird that wouldn't even like the other allegations right. um, probably wouldn't would take a backseat again, as we've said, is problematic that they are, but like, it, it's almost like it's, it's hard enough to believe women. <laughs> it's yeah. been made hard enough to believe women that like, if it's just us, if it's just one person, it's like, well, it's, what's even the point? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 
you know, and that's, you know, on a very light level, not to mention like the fact that a lot of these, like, uh, that was that show. Um, uh, it was so good. It was about, it was like two separate storylines that eventually converge with the girl who, um, trigger warning was raped in her apartment and then like the detectives like treated it completely poorly unbelievable unbelievable yes and then it showed like the women detectives coming in and just dealing with things completely differently it's just like what who would who would want to subject themselves to more i don't know it's it's i just think that it's demonized and you you know we've been made to say like well you can't just talk about someone badly when like yeah i'm not talking about like talking shit about someone like, yeah, or like starting rumors for no reason <laughs> right. maybe you should have re- led with that here's oh, the new, here's the new lead you know what Make we up whatever. a lot right now so just whatever <laughs> Make up what you need to that don't get someone in like legitimate trouble yeah but. no but email it to smg because they'll do a baller blog post about it so. they will also check and make sure it's true before they publish it. So email it to Demois because she will just put it whatever and I'm into it. SMG, yeah. SMG will actually fact check, but, um, they, uh, Oh, train of thought. I got too distracted thinking about SMG. <laughs> <laughs> I have been messaging them a lot lately. Have <laughs> you? Probably They're quite tired. about you. No, doubt. that's really where my mind just took me. <laughs> I did. Every time they post something, I'm like, Hey, so I've been wondering, <laughs> and like, I think at this point, I wonder if they're like, we really should have shut this down. <laughs> Here's the thing. We have now muted your account. We're not blocking you, <laughs> exactly. but we can't hear anything that you're saying. Exactly. That, that totally took me down a mental. Okay. Let me just say too, I messaged, <laughs> I messaged a reporter who I've been a big fan of in the last week to be like, hey. in the last week. <laughs> okay. I just discovered her and obviously now I'm her biggest fan. And I was, <laughs> so I wrote her this like a whole pitch DM and I was really proud of it to come on the podcast. I was going to surprise you. I was like David hiding money from me. Uh, I was going to surprise <laughs> you with success. And then I sent it and I was like, she is going to say yes, 100%. <laughs> but it was like, this person does not accept incoming messages from people they don't follow. And I was like, you bitch. Like, <laughs> I was like, I have literally been blocked from this person and I have things to say. So now I reply to all of her stories. Oh my gosh. She'll get through. I will find you. (laughs) So just to be clear, your way of surprising me with a guest (laughs) on the podcast is, is stalking that person into not liking either of us. (laughs) (laughs) But I told her that my name was Hannah. So we'll see. how. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I respect all of that. It makes sense. Anyway, she has not yet agreed, nor does she seem to have read my messages. So that's very bizarre to me. I'll, fi- <laughs> I'll find another end. Don't you worry. I, I, I guess I'm not worried about some of the things that you just said. Some of, <laughs> okay. it, some so of it I'm a little. See, this, this is why gossip is important. You can call out what you feel like is important from what I just told you. I can be aware of what's really going on behind the scenes. At yeah, least you I can know that. Out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I guess I don't have, I, there's actually a whole other, um, rabbit trail that I go down in my mind when I think of gossip, but it, it, it's a whole other episode. Oh no, tell us, give us a, give us a teaser. Have I talked about it before? I don't know. It, it leads into Mean Girls. Okay. I don't care. I, we have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, it's, it's, a, um, I know I've talked to you about this. I can't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast. But my theory on Mean Girls being oh yeah, now I gotta put this together. I was not okay. planning on I'm sorry. Um my theory is that this whole like I, I believe that mean girls are more you know what no, I'm not ready to talk about it. I'm not ready to talk about it. I gotta I gotta put it together in a cohesive way. Otherwise it's gonna it's gonna come out funny and then I'm gonna feel crappy insecure. about it in the way that yeah, you feel crappy about uh, and people will gossip. you didn't want to be my friend because I was a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't. And yet, and yet, and, much and like yet, I made you be so much like the radical left, you manipulated me <laughs> and brainwashed me. Actually, that brings me into another point that if you too fell under the spell of Little Miss Patriot this summer and were oh sad gosh. that she was gone, she is <laughs> okay. back. No I one, found her account. No, <laughs> one, no one listened to that. Um, no one has not me about that. All under any spell of anything, <laughs> she is an intelligent human being with. Okay, well, listen. Reasoning and logic in her mind. Did I or did I not watch the weekend's halftime show last night 
and try to figure out if there is satanic symbolism in it. And while I didn't <laughs> see any, let me assure you that based on this account, there was plenty. So plenty, if you would like... Plenty of Satanism. Well, oh, well, you've already said you liked it, so... <laughs> well, that's well. true. But once it was unpacked for me in this account, I saw the light, and that is a reference to the angel of light, hashtag Lucifer. So if you'd like to talk more hashtag about it, Lucifer. I have things to say. Okay, I just need to point out that a long time, well, in the fall, at one point, you jokingly said that you were voting third party and someone went on our Instagram and was like, hey, please don't do that. And so and I just I didn't. I said I feel you're right. the need to make sure people know when that you are not in fact in queue or RQ. Are you trying to convince yourself of that or are you probably probably okay. it's, probably it's more so I can sleep at night. You well can sleep at night. <laughs> I'm just saying there are facts that I can't disprove. And so <laughs> facts. Okay. Uh, look up, want, look up monster energy either. drink Christian lady on YouTube and, and then, educate and, yourself. Then watch it and then gossip with us about it because we have a lot to say. Yes, as always. Surprising as that is. And one day we will talk about Mean Girls, but I have to put my thoughts together. Yeah, on I that. really want to know. But until then, I will see if Lively Lexi has things to say because I'm sure that there's a lot to unpack in there. Unbelievable. I can't believe you're name dropping them <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> I just care. Okay. It's it's fascinating. Oh my Actually, gosh. I will say it this. Is, it is fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, not to give away the identity of the reporter that I've been stalking, but Stephanie McNeil, who writes for BuzzFeed, um, has been, <laughs> <laughs> has been okay, doing... Okay, first of all, the one thing I respect about you is your aim is always <laughs> way higher than I think. That is not who I thought you were going for Oh, at really? All. Okay, I well... someone local. No, 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 no. I no. always I'm underestimate you. That's much that's- bigger than Charlotte at this point. But uh, <laughs> Seventy McNeil writes for BuzzFeed, and she has a focus on influencers. And what she, the pieces that she's been writing are so fascinating. And she wrote one on Little Miss Patriot. Uh, it was basically like, did you lose friends to this account this summer? Yeah, um, it was so good. And she's so, really good. Yeah. And so when this account rebooted, I did go to look at it and continue to look at it often. But um, I would recommend if you don't know Little Miss Patriot or you saw friends like sharing that content this summer, Stephanie McNeil from BuzzFeed wrote an excellent feature on her and also comment and see if she'll come on the podcast because that's what I'd like. That would be amazing. Um, Also, if that friend that you're worried about is Caroline, DM me (laughs) and we'll figure out where to go from here. (laughs) Carol Lentz, you're up to that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to put this to bed for now. <laughs> yeah. So listener Mallory, maybe we'll get to your uh gratefully appreciated topic suggestion of rage next week. And the more we talk about Q, the more likely we are to talk about rage next week. Out of curiosity, are you not addressing Mallory's rage topic like Mallory? I did bring up last week to Caroline behind the scenes because she and Amy joined a peloton group you are wanting to see my rage yes that is (laughs) also as a note that group did uh who all listened to the podcast (laughs) yeah they got themselves some personalized tank tops and i didn't get one so that hurts luckily for them i don't even like champagne so i'm not in this but i I am enraged a hundred percent if anyone is getting matching gear i want to be in on it i don't care what it is yeah, exactly. I'm ordering if anybody's. You are in it or if you're not in it. I'm just saying I'm enraged because neither of us are in it. I would be less enraged if I was in it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's true. Well, when she sent me the message and said, Your friend Amy has gotten this group ride together, I really did lose it for a bit and then went on a cute message board. So. <laughs> that's so what drove me there. Amy has driven you to queue. That's the takeaway. Yeah, I have no, I have no regrets. Okay, well, you should try my Amy because she would never do that to you. That's true. Okay, well, I'm open open to any Amy. If you're an Amy and you listen here, I am looking for a replacement friend. <laughs> okay, and on that note, please rate, review, and subscribe. And let us know what we're not doing right that you yeah, actually would don't. be doing to keep your view- listeners. <laughs> don't do any of that. Just message me. I'll take care of it. I'll agree with you. I'll fix everything. Yeah, that's the better call. Also, to the girl who messaged us, I really like you. I do hope you're listening. <laughs> I like your way of speaking. 
Okay. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I didn't see most of the conversation okay, beyond well, that. Well, you buried the lead. You're making us look like fools. We okay. will see you next week. <laughs>